0: The federal government introducing more strict advertising limits when it comes to vapes and vaping uh, products. As a matter of fact, the uh, government introducing new regulations that has been met uh, pretty much with uh, universal acceptance when it comes to advertising vapes to children. For more on this, uh, let's uh, welcome in Dr. Sandy Buckman, the president of the Canadian Medical Association. Dr. Buckman joins us here now on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon, and I appreciate you coming on.
1: Oh, not at all, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: First of all, uh, just uh, give us the CMA's official stance on these new ad limits when it comes to uh, vaping and kids.
1: Well, the official stance is that uh, we believe the federal government is moving in the right direction. These uh, these regulations uh, are now in effect to curb youth vaping. Um, you know, we've been calling uh, for several months now for a ban on promoting on the promotion and the marketing of vaping to youth and uh, so they're now moving along in the right way but to effectively curb it we need to actually get a a better regulatory framework Um, issues such as the amount of nicotine in these cartridges the we don't see anything right now with regards to the flavors and the attraction to youth and and more
0: okay yeah you're hitting on something i really wanted to dig into with you because i was wondering whether or not this ban on advertising towards children will truly be effective because Is it advertising, do you think, that convinces kids to take up vaping, or is it things like peer pressure and kind of the quote-unquote coolness factor?
1: Well, you're absolutely right about that. The coolness factor is uh, really taken hold. Um, and uh, But we have seen that when you limit advertising and promotion to, to youth, it actually works. And we have that experience from when, uh, when all these regulations, the banning of uh, the promotion and marketing to kids uh, in the early part of the 2000s with regards to cigarettes and tobacco, that really worked. So we know that uh, this can do something, uh, despite the coolness factor. Uh, Etc. Um, but you see, the youth are choosing the flavors. They really want to go for that. So we, we need to get more. Uh, we need to get more serious about restricting the flavors aspect because that's part of the coolness factor. That's part of the attraction.
0: Yeah. What would the CMA like to see happen when it comes to the uh, flavored uh, vapes?
1: We'd like to see actually flavored vapes banned. Um, because they 're really so attractive and and we you know we see kind of two populations here we see the youth, but we also see the older adult population who is trying to use it as a smoking cessation tool, and there are uh, you know, they they may help. Some of the information says it may help. Although the World Health Organization has recently come out saying it's not an effective smoking cessation aid, but I'm not sure the jury's in on that yet. Um, but what we would uh, what we would like to see is the, uh, for example, the nicotine levels lowered way down. We have about three times the amount of nicotine per cartridge, like a couple of packs of cigarettes, um, which is about. They have about a third of that in the European Union where it 's limited, so we know when kids start uh, taking these things, not only is it the serious uh, respiratory you know conditions that we 're seeing where people are admitted to hospital and some have even died like in the u s but we 're seeing it seeing it as a portal or a gate to nicotine addiction because these are uh, the nicotine concentration is so high. So we'd like to see restrictions on that as well.
0: Is there still a need as well, doctor, do you think for a public education campaign or a more robust one, is that maybe ultimately our best defense when it comes to the dangers of vaping, whether it be for, for kids or adults?
1: Yes, I think we have to institute that as well as part of the uh, as part of the plan. Um, it has to be directed towards kids, of course, in, in junior high, high school, but also to their parents um so they can begin to have these conversations with them at home about about the risks that are associated uh, with vaping and the problems that they're getting into, because we're just seeing skyrocketing numbers, and I think it's partly because uh, parents too don't know yet that these uh, that vaping can can uh, can have these dangers and these risks
0: associated with them. Well, I was going to ask you what would you say to those that believe the jury still isn't in on vaping that we don't actually know still what the true risks uh, or dangers or health risks are to vaping.
1: Well, I I would ask a parent, for example, or anybody, are you willing to risk your child developing uh, one of those uh, acute respiratory conditions that end them up in an ICU and that some of the uh, young people that have been there have been lucky to survive, Um, that we've seen deaths that are really correlated with this? Are we going to wait till we have, like, absolute proof about this? I think it's... um, it's it's kind of like speeding or driving you know you know it can be a problem and you've got to reduce your risks for doing this and and then and then by adding on the, not only the severe consequences but the long-term consequences worsening of asthma and chronic obstructive lung disease and and as well as the is the chance that the uh the young person is going to become addicted to cigarettes um and then smoke tobacco with all its uh it's all its problems Um, I think has to be pointed out. And the majority of people, once they understand this, they they cut down and move away from it. So, yes, we need a robust education campaign.
0: Yeah, what is the biggest health risk, uh, according to the Canadian Medical Association, when it comes to uh, vaping? Because, you know, we've obviously done shows on this in the past, and we've heard from listeners, callers who say, listen, this can't be any more dangerous than inhaling hot water, if you will, that this is uh, nothing more than like having a vaporizer on in your room at night.
1: Yeah, it's a lot more dangerous than that, as we're beginning to see. So some of the um, substances that are used as solvents to take away the nicotine flavor, um, dicetyl is one of them, for example. We can eat these things. Uh, We can swallow them and digest them. But it has a completely different reaction in the lungs when you inhale them. So it's not just like uh, inhaling water vapor. There are chemicals within the, with any cigarettes that uh, can lead to what we're Calling popcorn lung. It's uh, the medical name is uh, bronchiolitis obliterans, and it literally kind of ob- obliterates the small uh, airways, the small tubes uh, in the lungs, and that's what we're seeing it happening. So, no, it's uh, it's not without risk. It is uh, dangerous, and it's not like uh, just inhaling water vapor.
0: Just finally, Dr. Buckman, uh, we're here talking about new vaping advertising limits when it comes to marketing these things, advertising them towards uh, children, but there's several other issues, as we've just spent the last couple of minutes uh, discussing. Is it fair to say that policymakers and even you in the medical community uh, caught maybe a bit flat-footed when it comes to vaping? Um
1: I don't think uh, any of us were, were caught flat-footed, but it wasn't apparent uh, in the early days of vaping um, what these health risks were. So I think as they began to appear, we started to call for uh, the, the regulation, the policy, the banning on the promotion marketing to youth. Um, so uh, it's coming out still. We're still in the process of trying to learn about this. Um, I was on Parliament Hill with a coalition of other uh, Uh, similar organizations calling for a ban on marketing and promotion uh, early in the fall. Um, So, no, I don't think we've been caught flat-footed. I think uh, we responded as the information and these risks became apparent.
0: All right, Dr. Sandy Buckman, President, Canadian Medical Association. Doctor, really appreciate the time. Have a great holiday and all the best for the new year.
1: My pleasure. Same to you, Jeff.